Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Speak Up with Laura Camacho podcast, all about communication and what you need to know about communication to get ahead in your career. Uh, This is episode 170, and it's one of my very popular mini episodes. It's about influence, influence for introverts. And it is sponsored by the course that I have created called Influence for Introverts. It's the course that does a deep dive into influence and it's available at the Mixonian website and you can contact me on LinkedIn or Instagram and I will get you all the information you need about how to be more influential, right? And and that is, this is kind of the culmination of my work with communication over so many years, decades. You know, why do people want to have executive presence? Why do people want to communicate better? Why do people want to speak more effectively in front of a group? It's because they want to have influence. And I want them to have influence. Why? Well, because the, the people that work with me most of the time, the vast majority of the time, are what you could classify as highly conscientious high performers. If they weren't high performers, Either their company wouldn't pay for them to have my services or they wouldn't be interested, right? It's only high performers that are always seeking to get better at something. And if they weren't highly conscientious, they wouldn't be aware of the need to improve their communication. In fact, there are some kinds of, I won't, I'm not a psychologist, not going to go into the psychological profiles of people, but you all know people who don't have a lot of self-awareness, and yet they do have influence because they demonstrate the behaviors that make them influential, which is in a word that we remember them. So let's dive in. We're going to, this is going to be a quick episode covering a little bit about what is influence, what people think makes them influential, and what's the truth about that. I want to clarify some misperceptions, and then I'm going to give you at the end 10 quick actions that you can start, you know, pick one today, pick another one for next week. They're little low hanging fruit, as the saying goes, uh, actions that you can take starting now without coaching, without a class to have more influence. So influence is defined as having the capacity to have an effect on the character development or behavior or, or of someone or something or the effect itself. So that is kind of a general definition of influence. Parents influence their children, friends influence each other, celebrities uh, influence us, movies influence us, social media influences us. It shapes the way we think about something. And if you want to get like a little bit more precise, I'd like to think of it as is the ability that for, for you to influence people They have to know you, they have to trust you, and they have to like you. And if you've had any sales training, you know that that is the fundamentals or the foundation of sales training, that the prospect has to know you, trust you, and like you in order to buy from you. So in business, in your career, you may not be working in sales, but you're definitely selling your ideas and solutions. And I work with people every single day who end up doing lots of work because they're high performers and they just get more and more work, but they don't get the recognition because they're not speaking up. They're being overlooked and maybe other people are taking credit. So what does influence look like inside an organization? 
Well, of course, it means getting support for your promotion, resources for a project that you favor. It, it may be that the company shifts their bets or investments to follow your specific recommendations. It makes it easier for you to establish rapport with an intimidating audience. And you know, you might even get invited to events, groups, things that are happening that you didn't even know about. So, you know, there's research to back the value of influence. It's one of those invisible so-called soft skills that make the difference that, you know, it's just a matter of when a need comes up, who do people think of? You know, like, just like the old movie Ghostbusters, you know, who are you going to call when things get spooky? It's Ghostbusters, right? So, what does high level of influence look like? It's you're able to win people over, even the people that are not members of your fan club. Uh, you're able to, you know, persuade people to follow your point of view. Uh, you win people over. People seek you out. And what it doesn't look like is, you know, some people who lack influence try to coerce, like they try to force people to do what they want by either manipulating or setting up things where there's going to be some kind of negative consequence. I don't think anybody in this group is in that category, but you've probably seen that before. So to be have more influence, people have to know you. They have to know, know who you are, what you can do for them, what value you contribute, and they have to like you. That's what it is. So it's all about scaling those abilities. If you think about it, you've seen people at work who have influence but not because of their competence, but because they exude this amazing confidence. Maybe they're really loud. Maybe they're uh, flaming extroverts who are at every single social event. They're the life of the party. They dominate the meetings. Well, those people have more influence because people remember them more. Like they think about how you learn. You learn things by repeating them. You learn things that make a big impression on you, like an unexpected event. Like if you had a big surprise at some event in your life, you know, just even 9-11. Long time ago, everybody remembers exactly where they were in that moment. We've all got smaller events in our lives that we remember because it was either so painful or so joyful or so exciting so there's this emotional anchor to an event or a person. So those are the things that we remember. So it's repetition or it's making some kind of a impression. And if you're listening to this, you're probably a little bit more on the introvert side. So chatting your head off all the time would be super exhausting. You don't want to do that. So you want to be either have a more emotional impact or be more interesting. <laughs> At the end of the day, you have to stand out for something. People have to know. And, and that standing out could be for being a straight sh shooter, for being down to earth, for being having common sense. But still, people have to hear your common sense. They have to hear your point of view. They have to see you in some way. And by the way, with everybody working from home, the dynamics of influence have definitely shifted. Just like the dynamics of a virtual meeting have shifted from the in-person meeting. So in a way, the, the virtual meetings and the virtual context favors a little bit the quieter person because you, you're able to bring more creativity. Perhaps it's your background of the way you show up in video. 
If you're small, you don't look as small because everybody seems to be the same size. So the the advantage that taller people have is kind of gone away in the virtual context. You can have your notes all around you. Uh, you can have props. You can have all kinds of things kind of behind the scenes to help you make that strong impression. But you have to think about it. How, how can I get more people to know me, to trust me, and to like me? And I'm, I'm pretty sure that you listening to this already have a high trust factor, which is the most difficult and the easiest to lose, but you have the high trust factor for those people who know you because of the high quality work you do. But maybe not enough people know about it. Maybe people think you're not interested in having a bigger impact, that you really just enjoy doing all the work and not getting recognized for it. All right. So no trust and like that. These are this is the foundation for influence. So I'm going to give you now 10 quick actions. Uh, Most of them are small habits. Uh, uh, One of them does require like some more doing and more resources, but most of these are things that you can start implementing today. Okay. Number one, two quick actions to grow influence. Speak up more often in meetings. Okay. So a meeting has a life of its own. It's like a snowball. So If you don't speak up early in the meeting, unless you are on the agenda, the more you wait, the longer you wait, the harder it is to speak up. So my advice to you, and if you've coached with me, you've probably heard this, speak up in the first 10 minutes of the meeting. You don't have to change the direction of the company with what you say. Say something, affirm what somebody else said, ask a question, or get on the agenda. Those, those are your two options, but people need to hear from you more often. You know that the meetings tend to be dominated by a few people and then everybody else either shuts down or they just kind of tune out a little bit. You have got to speak up more often in the meetings. And that is one reason why people, other people can take credit for your ideas because you're not speaking up. So think of quantity not quality. I know most of you say to me, well, if I can 100,000% certainty say something that they need to hear, I'll speak up. But that doesn't happen very often. So I want you to speak up, add less value, just lower the bar on yourself. That's number one. Number two, dress up. And if it's virtual, you just have to get a nicer shirt. But And I know that in the tech companies, and a lot of you work for the tech companies, the torn t-shirt with a hoodie is the norm. That's fine. But if you want to stand out, if you want to make a stronger impression, wear a shirt with a collar, wear a shirt with a pretty collar, wear a shirt with a nice texture, wear some pretty jewelry if you're female or if you're male too. I mean, dress up. It's easy. It's kind of fun. And it's a, it's a differentiator. Now don't wear a tuxedo. It's not that you want to dress up 10 times better than everybody else. Dress up a little bit. It will make an impression because remember that you're trying to stick more in people's memories. And so if you're dressed up a little bit, that's going to help you. Number three, speak up with more volume. And I know that you're thinking, well, Laura, if they are having trouble hearing me, they can just turn up the volume on their computer. That's true. 
but you will sound more energetic, more confident if you speak louder, like 10% louder, 15% louder. And if you're too loud, they'll turn you down. The easier it is to understand what you say, the better people listen to you and the more they remember you. So, And you don't have to speak up with volume from eight in the morning till six at night. But when you're speaking up in a meeting, raise your volume. Number four, use people's names. Show me that you know me. You've heard probably heard me say that before. Remember the influence is not about you. It's about how you influence and impact other people. Use their names more often or anything that lets them know that you know who they are. Because, you know, of any individual's top 20 priorities, in the best case, you're number 21. And that's on a good day. So number four, use people's names or just think of the broader category. Show them that you know them. Number five, use interesting words and metaphors. And by that, I mean, you don't say great. Don't say awesome. Say splendid, uh, staggeringly good, delightful, swimmingly well. Why? Because that little is an unexpected plot twist. How are you doing? Fine. Who's going to remember that? Absolutely not one single person is going to remember that. How are you doing? Staggeringly well. Thank you for asking. That is something that somebody's going to remember because it was a plot twist, a little bit unexpected. And you can use that with metaphors, comparisons, sayings. If you're an immigrant to the United States or not a native U.S. citizen, use metaphors from your own country or or express, just translate them into English. As we say in Italy, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. As we used to say, and when I was growing up in Qatar, it's more memorable. No trust like you. They have to remember you if if you're going to have more influence. And the best place to start with this is emails because you can, you know, think about it more. Uh, Number six, attend conferences. You need to get out of your company. You need to go get to know other people. You need to talk to other people. Bring back that intel to your company. So make sure you're attending at least one conference a year. And, uh, you know, I'm attending one in January. So I, I have follow, I follow my own advice in all of these, but attending the conferences was the kind of the hardest one because it's a big investment both in time and energy and also in money. But it, it it makes you seem like you're more put together than you may actually be. All right, number seven, bring a light touch. Humor, witticism, like everybody is taking themselves too seriously. Stop it make some, it doesn't, I'm not saying you need to become Tina Fey or Noah Trevor, you know, like this major comedian, but bringing a light touch is memorable. Number eight, advocate with more energy. And I mean, advocate for your own ideas. Oh, Laura, they just talked right over me. Well, pick yourself up and get back in there and advocate for your ideas with more energy. If you don't take the trouble to defend your own ideas, how can you expect someone else to follow them? Number nine, make more recommendations. Like people need to hear more of your ideas. Don't just save the best ones. Now, don't go crazy and be making recommendations, you know, 200 a day either. Generally, 
you think of yourself, you've heard me say that the trusted advisor, I think we should do this. What about this? You know, frame it as a question if you want to, but people want to need to hear more suggestions from you. And finally, number 10, very easy smile. People is is amazing. And, I, and I've really seen this with the video meetings that I'm in all day long. Maybe you are too. I know some of you get to turn off your video. I don't have that option. So I can see the energy change in the conversation when I smile, when the other person smiles. So that's an easy win. Smile more often. So those are your 10 tips. Uh, Look out for the class on Influence for Introverts. You know, make sure we're connected on LinkedIn. And I look forward to talking to you in the next episode of the Speak Up podcast. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.